experience a different tomorrow with Norwegian Cruise Line. Book today and get 50% off your cruise to Alaska, Europe, and beyond. Plus, everyone can enjoy their vacation with free unlimited open bar, free specialty dining, and more. Visit ncl.com, call your travel advisor, or 1-888-NCL-CRUISE. Offer ends soon. Norwegian Cruise Line, Ships Registry, The Bahamas and USA. Restrictions apply. The rest of my life gonna start today. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. <laughs> I if you're going to start off the show with a burp, it's got to be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that was like a you can do burp. better. It's very wet. Very wet. Very <laughs> moist. Aren't you glad you guys tuned in? All right, here we I'm go. Not, He's going to go for round you, two. Alex. I'm just disappointed. It's all right. Alex is going to he's gonna ponder that. He's going to set something up. Is he chugs a Coca-Cola? And, oh, not. he's not. Oh, okay, he's not, not he's guys. not placating I'm not, Tim. I'm not disgusting. I'm not disgusting. I'm not a sick person. <laughs> Those two things mean different stuff. Doesn't matter. Uh, hello and welcome to another episode of Off Track with Engine Rossi. I am James Hinchcliffe. Alex Rossi now has his <laughs> video game. It doesn't work. That's really funny. <laughs> guys, the amount of random video game uh, uh, apparatuses that I have lying around my house um, <clears throat> from the days of sim racing is... I was going to say, is, is this purely from the iRacing challenge of 2020? Yes, correct. And I mean, I still have like my PlayStation 4 from, I don't know, I guess a decade ago. 2010, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, um, hello everyone. Welcome to an episode. I don't remember, I really don't remember the last one of these we did. At all the two Close, weeks, I know we did two one weeks, two weeks ago. Well, I mean, we can go back to every week if it makes you feel better. No, no, this is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I didn't see that going over well. Just no, yeah, just, is, let, let, throw it out let, there. It, let it no, but let it be known that I am the one that is the, the most enthused about this podcast, which is very surprising. By what to, metric? Yeah, what are we what are we basing this <laughs> off of? And do you mean the podcast as a whole or like today's episode? No, the podcast as a whole. Right, and I just I mean, feel I'm like okay. That's, I feel like I feel like Tim, you agree with that. I don't know, man. Uh, I feel like we're all like right about the same level of just No, I feel like you're like nah, I, no, I feel like you're like, nah, I could stop. James is like, oh well, I'm busy a lot of times. I'm like, well, I'm here. I never complain. Let's do it every week. Let's <laughs> right, do it let's every go week. Back. We're going to call Fine. this bluff right you know now. <laughs> let's do it daily. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm going to pump the brakes there. every day. <laughs> We're just going to live broadcast it. It's going to be on YouTube live, Instagram live, Twitter live, whatever that's called. I you know what? Make it, I bet we would make it a day and a half before one of you know us started no, crying on it. No, I bet it. And it I would bet, definitely I mean, be me. The, 
That's the closest <laughs> thing IndyCar is going to get to a reality show. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that is that is an interesting, interesting All right, proposition. Well, I want it known now that if we don't do an episode next week, it's because as soon as we finish this, Alex is like, guys, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I was totally kidding. I don't <laughs> want to do this at all. I hate this yeah. podcast. No, um, I, I'm fine with next week. I mean, I'm busy, so we have to do it Tuesday, but I'm in. Tuesday works. I'll be, right. I'll be here well, Tuesday. Guess, right. Lock it, it in. Lock it, it in. Here first and probably last. We're back to weekly. <laughs> <laughs> And probably through your Apple Watch. That's how yeah. you heard it. Um, all right. Do we cover random stuff first or do we cover racing first? Well, racing's boring. Okay. So don't mean I have get been out of the saying way. that for years. Right. Which is why we don't invite <laughs> you to the track, but you just keep showing up. <laughs> I, re I resent giving you a hard card this year. I'm like um, the, the hair lice of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. <laughs> nobody wants you there but you're always there once i'm there i'm impossible to get rid of yeah there it is there it is um okay so we didn't talk since coda right the f1 race that was because that was no because we didn't do last week and it was two weeks ago so coda happened oh. um i mean it was it was an interesting race i'm not gonna say it was an exciting race but like it was cool to see mercedes not win at a track they've like never lost at in the last little while um that track looks so much bumpier with those cars than it did with our cars or is that just because it's gotten well, that much bumpier well i mean i think we haven't been there look more i think bumps look more exaggerated when you're doing 40 miles an hour faster yeah that's probably part of it that's probably part of it dude watching their onboards is like super depressing because like i know how fast <laughs> it feels in one of our cars through the s's and then you watch their onboard and you're like that's not even close it's not even the same no, but it Universe. feels it honestly. It honestly feels slower. Really? How is that for them? No, because it's it, it. You don't get the sensation of speed really because you're not, you're not really moving around. You're kind of just the change of direction is a lot. And and don't get me wrong, like I drove the cars way before they're as fast as they are now, but still quite a bit quicker in an Indy car. And like, you know, you look at the S's at Suzuka which are pretty fast and pretty yeah. big level commitment. And it does not feel, does not feel any quicker than a Coda and IndyCar DSs. Is it like, because it's just like, all, it's all proportional, right? For the amount like, of grip that you have available. So you're, you're, you're both kind of at the limit right. of what you have. Right. Us, you're kind of like white knuckling it more because it might do something unexpected. Whereas right. they, I would imagine are a little bit more just kind of relaxed and it's fluid and, and everything. So, it actually doesn't feel any quicker. It feels quicker when you spin, and it feels quicker when you hit something. Right. <laughs> but prior to that, it's not really. Up to that. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. a good point, right? Because people are like, what's it like going 200 miles an hour around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway? And I was like, in an Indy car, really boring. Like, like 200 <laughs> is really, like, like anybody could do 200 in an Indy car around a speedway. Like, that's not hard. But, like, right. you get to 220, and all of a sudden, it's a big difference. Because the car's built to go 220, so 200 doesn't seem that bad those cars are built to corner that much faster than ours are. And so it's, yeah, like you say, it's all kind of relative, right? Like yeah. 200 in a lights car around the speedway is terrifying, you know, cause like they're only designed to go 190. <laughs> right. 200 I think, I think even when you're doing like, okay, you know, we talk a lot about how the difference between 227 and 231 is massive, right? But still 227 miles an hour is very fast, right? Yes. Very, very fast. And it doesn't, 
Like it's only when you look up and like look at the poles and the fence where your perception of speed is like, wow, I'm actually right. moving here. Because like when you turn in and you're kind of going down out of turn two, waiting for turn three, like it doesn't conceptually, it doesn't feel that fast, right? Right. You notice I notice like, it in the short shoots. Like the short shoots are like slower, like they're or, or quicker. Sorry, like they're they're shorter. It takes less time when you unwind from one to then turn into two when you go from like Thursday to Fast Friday and you pick up five mile an hour. That's the only sure. place where, again, it's yes. not even a speed thing. It's a timing thing, right? Like, it's, right. you're right. It's right. not a reference of like how fast you're going. It's how much quicker the track's yeah. disappearing. But even when you like, when you like turn into turn one, it's like. Yeah. Like it, well, so are you, do you freak yourself out at all if you're looking at the poles and you start to conceptually okay. realize Don't how fast that. you're going? Yeah, 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 no, for sure. Like, anytime <laughs> you think about like what you're doing, it's bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm going really fast. Those poles are very hard, not great. Yes. So okay. is concrete and stuff. How would yeah. you know? Well, <laughs> I have an intimate knowledge. <laughs> so, anyway, so Coda happened. Yes. Uh, Max won. It's, I mean, he, I, he's got to be the favorite at this point, right? Because, you know, the amount of points that he lost in Silverstone, Baku with the tire failure, mm -hmm. and Budapest. Mm -hmm. Like, arguably, he should have a 25, 30-point lead right now. He only yeah. has a 10-point lead. Healthy, so, like, healthy lead. You'd like to say that he's the guy going into this. Yeah, and I mean, but what's interesting is you have, you know, a track like uh coda where everybody was kind of expecting mercedes to have a relatively easy time compared to other races this year and it was very close max you know they he lost the lead off the start uh after qualifying pole which was impressive and got him back on an undercut and then was able to hold on to it at the end there um but then you look at the next two tracks which everyone has always said they were kind of red bull tracks because of the altitude which seems to affect the mercedes engine more than uh red bull's engine a honda but because it's so close, I feel like if you just get the setup a little bit off on that day, then it could actually swing one way or the other. I'm not sure at this point of the season anybody's really got that advantage the way that we've seen in the past. So it's going to be fascinating, definitely, to see how it shakes out. Um, speaking of shaking out, there's one race left in the NASCAR world to shake out. Did you watch? I'm, I'm going to assume you didn't watch Martinsville because you're not really a... I did. I did, actually. I oh, watched, wow. I watched... A bit of it well, on some the plane, of it. and then I yeah. watched the last like sixty laps at home. It's objectionably long, five hundred laps around that place. <laughs> it's Wait, like eighteen yellows. Yeah. Oh my god! It got. I, I could not believe when like stage two was done, and they still had three hundred laps to do or something insane. I'm like, this is, this is just too long a race. It's too long a race. And Chase dominated most of it, and then everything got all crashy at the end. And. So I was I was kind of disappointed yet kind of impressed. Like I don't really know how I feel about it. So Kyle, Kyle and Brad, second and third, they both essentially needed to win in order to transfer to the right. championship goal. Take a restart, you know, two to go over time. Um uh what's his name? Um not Byron, the other guy. Bowman. Alex Bowman. Um, was leading Kyle was second and like, it's for the, I mean, this is NASCAR, you're Kyle Bush and this is for the championship four. I have and, and Alex Bowman wasn't in contention to transfer. Why did he not dump him? I don't, I really don't like, it's kind of cool, I guess that he took the high road, but also why wouldn't you, if you were in his position? 
was he waiting? No, like I just like he had the opportunity into turn three and he just didn't. Like I don't on know. the last lap. Like, no, on the the first lap of that restart. Of that restart, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Maybe he was waiting for the next lap, but then didn't Brad get into him or something? Well, Brad got into him as they were out of four and like right. tried to crash him out of four when getting second wouldn't have helped Brad. It was just trying right. to crash Kyle, which right. is kind of ridiculous. Which is why Kyle was so upset after the race. I was very upset. Had some things to say. Yeah. I was going to say things. choice words, but it's choice word, really. Poor poor, poor choice word, yeah. which is pretty much a Kyle MO. I don't know how many times that guy's going to shoot himself in the foot with a microphone in front of his face. But um, but anyways, what, I, I feel like he should have dumped him for sure. With the way people are driving in Cup now, with the way yeah. it seems to be, like just just dump him and go to the fast four. For that point, yeah. Um, and then Denny was all pissed off at Bowman, which again was interesting because it didn't affect either of their days. Like, yeah, fine. Denny, you can argue Denny lost the win, but like he had already was going to transfer. It didn't really make or break anything for him, but he was pretty fired up afterwards too. He was, I mean, Chase had every right to be fired up as well. Like, yeah, but that, but that's kind of nasty. That's short track racing, right? In an elimination race, short track racing. I mean, that's why they do that kind of, that's why they do the elimination race on that kind of track for that exact kind of thing. Cause it works. Everybody gets fired up and into each other. And then everybody's talking about it on Monday or in this case, Tuesday. But I think at the end of the day, like if you look at it statistically, the right four guys, and again, it's maybe that's poor choice of words because in that format, there's no right or wrong. Like it is what it is, right? You got to perform when it counts, but the top four people you would sort of expect to be there ended up in there. So it means it's going to be a pretty interesting race going into Phoenix. Um, Truex won that race in the spring. Chase obviously won that race in the championship there last year. So it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be Kyle's won pretty much every other race this year. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he has never won at Phoenix though, which is, I mean, yeah. I mean, I I, I got to go in there with Chase being the favorite. I think, you know, I think that sort of track suits him very well. Yeah, the Hendrick cars are bananas good. He is definitely very good on the short tracks. I mean, Larson started on pole at Martinsville and Chase just absolutely left him. He ended up getting done for, I think it was a pit lane speed violation yeah. at some point. I had to go to yeah. the back, but, but like but the shorter Chase, track, Chase has the upper hand for sure. Yeah. Chase had his number all, all afternoon for sure. So yeah, you're right. I think Chase probably does have a really good shot at it because um, the Hendrick cars have definitely had an advantage over the Gibbs cars all year. They'll both have been, you know, those have definitely been the top two teams. So it's going to be interesting. Um, Alex is going to put his money on his fellow Napa know-how auto parts. (laughs) (sighs) You were literally at my house last night (laughs) placing bets on the Monday night football game. In Vegas, you had me go cash your ticket. Which you lost. (laughs) Which I won in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it balances out, right, Alex? Yeah, always. (laughs) You win, you know, is it? You lose, you lose some, you win one. You <laughs> you win some, you lose most. Right. You win one, you lose the rest. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, <sighs> so speaking of gambling, um, Tim was at a wedding this weekend. Uh, are we gambling on people's way? futures now? Yeah, well, I mean, marriage is a gamble. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I bet you half my stuff, I'll love you forever. Exactly right. <laughs> 
Oh, how romantic is that? <laughs> Unless there's a prenup, I then I only you bet you so what much. my lawyers allowed me to bet you. <laughs> I love you so much. I want the government involved. Yeah, yeah, it's all perfect. Oh, here we go. Stuff. Here we go. You don't even have to. I don't care if you don't get a marriage certificate. I guess. Yeah. I mean, honestly, weddings are kind of like uh -huh. they're kind of overrated. Uh huh. I, this I, was a great wedding. I had a great time. No, the officiant and I enjoyed was mine. Well, the officiant was you, so it wasn't that exactly. Good. No. <laughs> no, no. So, Alex, we've both no, officiated a wedding in the last month. When are you going to like step up and make it a trifecta of efficiency? Um, well, let me go to becomeapriest.com. And <laughs> that's know. probably a website, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I would bet. I just, I, I, James, you said yesterday if we keep this up, we're going to, amongst the two of us, have the perfect officiating speech down right right because <laughs> so, <laughs> we're, we're sharing notes after each one <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. it's like oh i liked what you said there i'm gonna add that to the next one it's like oh this was a good this played well in the crowd you should go with this one so yeah five five more weddings no, and we're gonna have a plug and play ceremony that we'll just be able to hire <laughs> ourselves out and it's gonna be great i'll also do bar mitzvahs uh no it was fun it was uh it was at the orlando science center so it was cool because like we got they like the ceremony part was in a planetarium and then the reception was around all the dinosaur bones. It was, it was one of the cooler wedding venues I've been to. So that was, it was a good time. That is cool. But then it of course led to, you know, more flying so we can do some more travel podcast stories. Well, well you just got hey, back from Canada. Did you have an eventful flight? Well, I drove. So oh, okay. yeah. Um, but I had flown back recently. from Mexico and California. Yeah. Okay. Week. You flew a lot. I was, and there's wedding James finishes talk first. Um, well, I had much. a okay, so I had, and we talked, we talked about my flight out to Edmonton and like the drunk guy at the bar and the delay and how everybody in Canada was really nice about the fact there was a delay. And I got two Kit Kats from Air Canada for no reason. I so remember like, last, say, last time's episode. There Josh. you go. <laughs> Josh. Oh, 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 to Josh. Oh, to Josh. All right. Oh, oh, he did actually write me back and he is um, compiling a list of rebuttal points. So we're going to be hearing from Josh again, hopefully in the near future. Uh, I look forward I to that. I love the, the precedent that this sets, that if you insult us enough, you get to... You, you get an episode no, about mean, you, and then we host a rebuttal. Like, doesn't mean that we're gonna ever entertain this with anybody else. But Josh it's why just came you in don't at the right negotiate time. with terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> it does set a very bad precedent. Um, but no, I drove, and my drive was fine. I can't complain. So, uh, Alex, you had a fun trip that was very productive and long. I yeah I. Uh... Let's see. Last Sunday, so a week before, nine days ago, I flew to Mexico um, to to do some pre-running for Baja. I got to Mexico Sunday evening. I uh, woke up Monday, um, did a couple hours in the truck, got some course notes, stopped for lunch, kind of shifted locations, um, you know, waited till... The sun started getting lower, and we were going to do some some night running um, on one of the, the more mountainous sections uh, towards the beginning of, of of my section, and got about six miles ish down the road, and started to have like a loss of power, and so you know in 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 the desert and in um, trucks like that, you know that can mean a lot of things. It can mean you have a puncture, 
Um, you know, you could have a, a drive shaft that's kind of failing. You know, there, there's a lot of various things that it could be, all of which are mostly fixable. Um, you know, you can have spark plugs failing, fuel injectors failing, all of these things you can you can kind of remedy overnight back at the back of the hotel. Um, losing two cylinders, however, um, mm. is not something that you can really uh, fix. So you need all of those. You need you all need, those working, do so, you? I mean, there was eight, so I was like, six. Six that still sounds like a lot. We only have six in an Indy car. Yeah, it's, not not enough. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, so you know, um, that was we were done, and and you know that's motorsports, and and that happens, and that's fine. The the big kick in the nuts about that situation though, was we were 13 hours drive south of Tijuana, which is the California border, basically San Diego, and about 12 and a half hours north of Cabo, which is like the next major airport. So, and I had a I had a rental car from Mexico. So it was like, here are my options. I can either one drive 13 hours north to Tijuana, walk across the border, which, like literally walk across, literally the walk across the border, which yeah. I feel like comes with its own possible Risks. complications, right? Mm-hmm. Then uh, Uber to San Diego airport to then get another rental car to drive up to Los Angeles. Okay. That was an interesting option. Option number two was drive 12 and a half hours in the wrong direction of California to get to Cabo and to sit there for a day and a half because with, you know, the current state of the world, there aren't flights every day anymore. So we chose the latter. um, I was going to say, that actually sounds pretty straightforward, actually. (laughs) It, it is, but it was like the whole time. I mean, 12 hours is a long time to be driving in the opposite direction of where you want to go. It's just very, it fair. was just, it happened to just be annoying. Right. So it, it came with its own set of adventures. Um, the roads in Mexico are pretty, pretty brutal, quite dangerous in some areas. Um, the Mexican police is not necessarily known for their friendliness. However, I had a great experience. So my experience was... <laughs> I got pulled over for <laughs> speeding, which was true. <laughs> that was a fair yeah, uh, no, accusation. Like, 100%. Um, so initially, I wasn't at all concerned about what was happening because like, he pulled me over. And it's crazy. They don't like chase you. They just stand in the middle of the highway and like wave you over. Like, There's no... like. You're well, they'll stop. chase you if you keep going. Sure. <laughs> so I pulled over. And there was kind of a semi truck that was pulled over as well that had another thing going on. So one of the cops was there and the other cop came to my window and he was like, whatever, Espanol. And I was like, no. And he was like, Paquito. And I said, no. And because I responded to Paquito, he thought I spoke a little bit of Spanish. And I was like, no, no, no. So anyways, he's like, if shows it's not me, on the menu. Shows I, me I the, right. the radar gun and like the speed. And I was like, yes, I'm sorry. You're you're right. 100 percent Like, what do what do you what, what do I do? Gave him the my license and like the rental car thing. And he was like, okay, ticket. And it was like, yes, okay. So he kind of walks to back to his car and gets his clipboard and stuff, and then starts yelling at me to come to the car. And at this point, I was like, mm, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> well then his partner comes over and like comes to the windows like get out in pretty decent english and i was like i know i'm like i'll just stay in the car like he has my license and everything and he's like no please 
And I said, okay. So I get out. It's where when please isn't really a please. Right. Yeah. I get out and I'm in my mind, like calculating how much money I have to buy myself out of going to jail. And so <laughs> I walk to the back of the car and he gets his clipboard out. And like the other guy shows me the radar gun again. And I'm like, no, I like I, I know I get it. Like I was speeding, write me the ticket, no problem. And they were like, uh, do you have like they were insinuating, do you have any other violations or any other tickets or anything? I said, no, which is true, believe it or not. And um, so we Very kind of keep going on. For Mexico, it's true. Right. No, <laughs> I think good, guys. And so he starts like filling out the paperwork. And then like I compare him to a uh, CHP officer. For those of you that don't know, California Highway Patrol, very famous kind of highway enforcement officers. They made a show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, pretty, pretty big deal. And he like looked up and like loved that. He, I was like, yeah, you hide with guns, CHP. And he was like, yes. So he was really a fan of that. And then he asked me again, it was like any other violations or anything. And I said, no. And he was like, okay, no ticket. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I said, do you want some stickers? And like his, his eyes lit up. He was so happy. So I, gave sticker two, guy. I gave him two Honda racing stickers and he was like shaking my hand, fist bump, like all up, like just pumped up. And he was like, okay, go slow now. And I was like, okay. And well, if the hang out, if the price for speeding is two stickers, it. go as yeah. fast as you want. I would have given him two more stickers and said, police escort to Cabo. <laughs> but like it was, they get a bad rap. And, and, you know, I think mainland Mexico has its own fair share of issues for sure. Don't, don't all countries, but ultimately what I realized driving down the entire Baja Peninsula is it's a incredibly welcoming community and the people there are just happy to have visitors. Um, there's some pretty small deserted towns, but the fact that, you know, they kind of allow us to race trucks through their country and through their roads and farms and villages and everything kind of just shows the type of community that they are. So it was a, a very good experience at the end of the day. I can't believe oh, you're the good. first person in history to bribe your way out of a ticket with a sticker. With a Honda racing. <laughs> are you sure that this cop wasn't six years old? Like, I don't understand how this happened. Don't you insult no. his cop friends, all right? <laughs> it's funny. that So this actually kind of reminds me of a story um, from Edmonton where, so so Becky was there filming her movie, and the like she knew a bunch of people in the production company, and, and the director actually lent Becky his, like, he had, like, an extra car. So she was able to have a car rather than production renting her one. So she's been driving around this guy's car and I get there, you know, a week and like, 10 days into her kind of being uh, out there filming and, and we're driving back to the hotel. She's like, yeah, everyone here drives the speed limit. It's really weird. Now, you know, small interjection there. We noticed that the driving standards in Indiana are very different than the driving standards in Ontario. Um, but that's like kind of a different conversation. But so, in Indiana, we're not used to people going the speed limit or anywhere really close to it. And so yeah, you get a five, like, yeah, 10 mile per hour grace, grace at grace. least, at yeah. least. And so, and so, you know, she was like, they really all stick in the speed limit. It's crazy. Like I can get home really quick. Cause I can just go around everybody. But, and I'm like, well, I think I see where this is going. I was like, well, <laughs> you haven't seen I any know cops. Exactly where it's going. <laughs> no, I haven't seen any cops. Have you seen any signs with a little like 
drawings of cameras on them by any chance? <laughs> so she's like, oh. So we get to the set one day and we ask a local like, hey, like what's the deal? Because in Ontario, they tried speed cameras for like eight minutes and there was just outrage and they just got thrown out. So they're not allowed there. Um, evidently, uh, Albertans were not as vocal about this fact. <clears throat> and so there are speed cameras everywhere at Edmonton. And I was just sitting there like shaking my head. I went up to the director. I'm like, hey, man, here's my address. Wait, for, <laughs> wait, wait till they all come in. Just mail me one envelope with all of them because there's going to be <laughs> there's going to be a few <laughs> red light cameras, speed cameras. I, that poor guy is just going to get like a binder. He's going to lose his license. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be bad. Well, no, luckily, there's no points on it because they can't prove who was driving. Yeah. Right? So he's just going to have a, a hefty number of fines coming his way. So Dylan, I apologize. Please, I gave you my address. Just send me the envelope and we will get those paid. That's the that's the same deal in Iceland. Because I remember when we were there, rented a car and everything. They're, but they like made sure to warn you like eight times. They're like, there are no cops. There are speed cameras everywhere. <laughs> like, right. Don't mess around with this. And <laughs> that it's was such a disappointment because like the roads are empty so much of in so much of that country. It's just like I could just be going so fast right now. It's got to be so frustrating. <laughs> it's like when we went to Rome when Robbie and I did our car swap, and I went to go drive the DTM car, and we're in Rome. And Buzzkill Brian, big uh, big fan of the show, uh, was <laughs> He's listened to one episode, and it was because he was on it. <laughs> and, uh, it's the uh, it's called it's called ironic humor. Yeah. Uh, but no, he was just driving around like a madman because that's the only way you can get through Rome, and got dinged with like fifteen tickets somehow. Just, like I don't know how everybody in that city just doesn't have a steady flow of tickets coming in their mailbox because they all drive like lunatics. It's pretty fun. <laughs> Ever been to Delaware? If not, now's the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, all right, so I have a I have a travel related topic I want to bring up, and I'm I'm already mad. I'm already mad about it. At you, just to be clear. When did we? When did it become the norm for them to leave the lights off in a plane, no matter what time of day it is? Because I feel like in the last ten hours we started to shift to where they just keep the cabin dark regardless of time of day. Okay, so what time did you take off? Eleven twenty a.m. Hmm. 
Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I see you again. Because <laughs> but... right. now, admittedly, I was tired because I was not making any good decisions the night before. So I appreciated being able to sleep a little bit. But I feel like we've let the norm of like when people sleep spread too far into the day. Well, no, I think you're I think you're misinterpreting the intention here. I don't think it's to encourage people necessarily to sleep from 11 o'clock in the morning until five o'clock at night or whatever. Although I'm sure for the, for the flight attendants, a sleeping passenger is the best kind of passenger. Um, today, everybody's on a device. You're on an iPad, you're on a laptop, you're on your cell phone, you're on a computer, and or you're looking at the in-flight entertainment system in the back of the seat. Screens don't like sunlight. So it's probably just like a function of turn the lights off, close all the blinds, and let people just carry on in their little you know, cocoons of darkness and blue light and watch the latest episode of but I don't know. It's just whatever. sometimes on a plane, especially if I got the window, I want to open the window up. I want to be able to look out and see everything. But then if you open the window, you're just flooding the cabin with the bright light. And no, yes. Just, yeah. And, and then you're a total asshole if you open the window. Yeah. Or like fall asleep with the window yeah, open exactly. on a 7 a.m. flight now, across that one, country. I fully acknowledged I was in the wrong, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 7 a.m. That's fine. Keep that dark. That's that's good. But if you're taking off at 11, I think we have to. We, there, so there is the real to be, solution we live here in a society. to just. Do we? <laughs> I feel we like. watch a lot of Seinfeld on Netflix. <laughs> is, the real, is the real solution here to just eliminate windows and airplanes? Except well, for no, over the wings like, so you I can check just, if there's I fire? Like to be able to look out. It's nice. I mean, what happened to like, oh, there's the Grand Canyon on the side. I mean, everybody gets their like coming into Indy, get a picture of IMS picture. Like. Yep. Yep. I don't know. It's. Well, you're supposed to keep the blinds up for takeoff and landing. I don't think they even do that anymore. No, they say it. They don't enforce it. I it's think kind of like everybody road. take off your head, your headsets, and please listen to the safety briefing. Please they put don't your really... phones in airplane mode. The cabin door is closed. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's literally not one person that does that anymore, and it's all because MythBusters busted that myth. So thank you. I mean, to I, that took group. A, I took a FaceTime call from PJ in the plane the other day, so that's not like a. Yeah, you so can no, do no. That's going. In the, I wasn't even the on the whiteboard. etiquette book. <laughs> I took it and hung up. Weird. Uh, ah. I don't know. It's just. I feel like we're missing out on on being able to look out the window now because of this, and I think it started with Virgin America, where they like had the cool blue light through the cabin, and now yeah. everybody's trying to emulate that, and it's just. I'm not here for it. I wonder if. You're gonna have like, do you remember? Do you remember back when like they first started getting rid of smoking in restaurants, and there was like the smoking section or the non-smoking section? You're gonna have the, gonna... the sunlight section. <laughs> yeah, no, like the window section or the non-window section, and it's <laughs> like a new bulkhead that closes it off, so it's complete darkness in one. If you want to watch TV or sleep, and then but it's gonna go, it's gonna go backwards the other way. It's like okay, you can have your windows up, and you can smoke. We're Ooh. bringing it back. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Because I'm not going to sit in that section. Windows up. I just think, I don't know. We've gotten too comfortable with, with flying. You're still going in a metal tube and getting thrown across the country. I think there should still be a little bit of Aww. ceremony to it. Yeah. It's mm. just, yeah. I don't know. What was that? What was the, the, there was some like meme on Instagram the other day that somebody sent. And it was like a picture of a, of a couple flying, you know, in like the 60s. And it's, 
they're dressed in suits and dresses and they're eating this three course meal in economy and they got tons of room and they're smoking and drinking and everything's great. And the guy looks over to her, the wife is like, God, honey, can you imagine what flying's going to be like in the year 2020? And it just goes to a, <laughs> a screenshot of like a, a 35 milliliter cup of diet Coke. That's mostly ice and a pack of pretzels, you know? And it's like, damn. Yeah. They, get- had, they gave go- they had goldfish on my last yeah. flight, like a bag of goldfish. And it's like, I'm going to take this, but I want you to know I, I'm not happy about it. Not thrilled. Yeah. Have you <laughs> like, so when you talk about. I, look, because I'm not I, I'm not a toddler. I don't know. I want if I'm flying, I want peanuts or pretzels. Oh, those because are, that what makes you, get you an adult. Planes. I. Yes. I feel correct. like pretzels are like kind of the most bullshit snack. Like, Incorrect. when are you ever just crazy? Like, who wants to just go buy a bag of pretzels and just sit there? I don't want to go buy a bag eating. of pretzels. I want to be given a bag of pretzels when I'm on a plane. But like you should never want like, no one should crave just pretzels. Like I mean, stop, big giant pretzels stop. that you dip I mean, in beer no, cheese or whatever. It's a healthy fine. alternative to a chip. <laughs> no, seriously. Like if you're gonna eat potato chips or pretzels, like there's definitely one that's way better for you, and you still get the salt crunch craving. I right. eat pretzels all the but, time for that very reason. But these days there are so many options that are better than pretzels as a healthy alternative to chips. Veggie straws. I also just like the, the the step up. It's like, hey, you can have well, the tiniest bag of pretzels for free, but if you want to buy anything else, it's going to be nine dollars for a bag of chips. <laughs> like the the pricing on airplanes. Oh well, yeah. I mean, the pricing on like pricing on mini bars. It's just as yeah. asinine. Um, but no, I, yeah, I'm I'm like I feel like I've I'm kind of over pretzels as a standalone snack. Throw them in a, in a trail mix type thing or something. You know, mix it up with something, but. Just like I used to, yeah, like ro- rolled rolled gold. Yeah. Was that the yeah, brand or whatever? Yeah, it's still a brand. Yeah. Like up at the cottage, yeah, we used to have like bags of rolled gold pretzels. And I remember kind of using, used to liking them, but like I don't feel like I would ever crave that anymore. I mean, okay. Like the uh, the honey mustard, whatever Those pretzel things. Healthy. Like like Gardetto's. No, I, know, I know they're not <laughs> good for Those you. I'm really not saying I want this as a healthy That's snack. Just- a catalyst yeah yeah that's, it's a yeah. cheeto made of catalyst yeah. to get honey mustard powder into I your mouth also like cheetos <laughs> let's be clear here yeah it's a completely different conversation nobody <laughs> should like cheetos i don't mean no one qualifies the, the fire hot cheetos no those are amazing. you don't like cheetos james no i mean i used to the, what i would tolerate one? a little crunchy ones but the big puffy ones oh, no those are stupid Ooh. No, the big puffy ones. Are okay, okay, okay. That's what I. That's no, what I think little, of when I think no. Cheetos. No, those are yeah, Cheetos. the little crunchy those ones. Those are Cheetos yeah. puffs, James. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, correct. Man, you sure know your <laughs> as, uh, as far- yeah. yeah. <laughs> foreigners. Am I right? Um, so in, in Canada, foreign, you'd probably call them crunchy air cheese. Yeah, probably because that's a less <laughs> appealing name. They're probably something really. Dumb. Oh my god, you're really dumb. Last night, Alex, Alex tried to claim. Alex tried to claim that. Actually, I'm not even going to bring. Them. They're in a safe. You can... No, you still get them in the giant, like four-gallon tub. They have the completely wrong container for every product. What Literally, just milk. What did and it's better for the environment. What did I try and claim last night, James? Hey, what can I get you? A bag of soda, a box of chips? What did I <laughs> claim last night, James? That Canadian well, Thanksgiving I, is dumb? Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say I don't want to have this. We no, we've had this conversation on this podcast before. But it's but he, he was reiterating it, and I got very upset, as did Kelly, because it's not true. Canadian Thanksgiving is just as legitimate as American Thanksgiving. Oh, God. 
if you have to if you have to defend <laughs> the legitimacy of the holiday i mean it's pretty christmas dumb. is is legitimate well i say we went we went through all the holidays last night and decided which ones should be kept and which ones should go and what we determined was christmas <laughs> right. is really the only Arbor one Arbor day get the hell right out. so no <laughs> well what no. about halloween alex doesn't like it no it's How just a like pointless halloween? holiday it's just a holiday for the sake of having a holiday like it's not there's no there's no I mean, meaning behind there's it no right meaning like behind christmas it. you know that little guy got born or whatever well, there is there's some meaning behind no, Halloween. Not of any relevance to the world. It's, the, it's a pagan ritual for the harvest, and then it's now it's All Hallows Eve, so it's before November first, which is All Saints. Which Day. is not something we celebrate. So why are we celebrating Halloween? I mean, I got lit okay. for All Saints Day. I don't know about you guys. I think the, I <laughs> sure think, didn't. I think the big one that Tim and or that James and I kind of stumbled upon was like, how did Easter become mm. something? You know, it, it was it was about you know the 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 rising from the dead. You know, um, how did it become about bunnies and hidden eggs and chocolate? Pagans. So basically, everything we celebrate is is pagan. <laughs> yep, it would yeah. seem that way. <laughs> it's because they they just appropriated pagan holidays to make it easier for them to convert over. Mm. So why do bunnies lay eggs in this world of pagans? Also true, considering that's not. Thing. Do they lay them or do they just hide? Either them? way, super creepy and not realistic. <laughs> no, eggs. no, no bunnies are in eggs. Nope, nope. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they're stealing eggs from other animals. Oh, stealing chocolate eggs? Cool. What animals lay in a chocolate egg, and why don't I have ten of them at the house? <laughs> Anyways, so basically, basically, the celebra- how Easter has been celebrated is is pretty weird. <laughs> Right, yeah, we didn't understand how like the rising from the dead of of a figure led to kids going on Easter egg hunts. That was a big, big swing, a big swing. It was a big reach. So basically, we established that. Um, but it's, I really liked Halloween as a kid, though. I mean, it's not bad as an adult. But I think uh, so. Does Canada do Halloween at the same level of intensity that the U.S. does? Yes. Well, yes, but no, no, no like f- Europe, no know. fear because they're so nice. It's not no, yeah, it's all it's all happiness. It's, it's yeah, it's all rainbows and unicorns. Yeah. There's no like gargoyles with blood. No, it's no blood. It's no blood. Yeah. Um, no chainsaws. Um, did, like they they even change movies when they go to Canada. Like like the Texas chain. It's called the Texas Chainsaw Massage in Canada. I saw that version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think you wrote that version actually. Yeah, oddly, it was ironically under your, under your, <laughs> under your pseudonym. Oddly, had nothing we to do with talk about Texas or chainsaws, but a lot of massage. A lot of massage. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of yeah. massage. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Texas chainsaw was the name of the of the massage. Right, parlor. it's like McDonald's and 100 percent beef. Exactly right. Yes. Exactly right. Yeah. So clever. That's just clever marketing. That is um, um, oh, we got off the rails here. It's so unlike us. <laughs> Went off track, if you will. I won't. I won't let you do it. That's fair. I respect that. Uh, so like when a movie says its own name. Okay, so we're gonna. No, I, I like that. I like when it's dropped in like just once, really obscurely, right? Not like I am Batman or like that crap, but like. So I'm going through some stuff, guys. This is my Schindler's list. Um, <laughs> that has to do with um, topics that we. That we send to the group. Okay. Well, should we save them for next week since we're doing another episode now? No. <laughs> James. Yes. I would like to know what your problem is with oh, God. driving 
behind vehicles with long poles. That one's been weighing on my mind for a long time, ever since you sent it. Okay, I so I don't, I don't remember the context, but I can tell you, if you don't put a flag on the end of the long pole, it's very dangerous. <laughs> Why? Because the little flag makes it visible and the big metal pole is invisible to you? Yeah, from like that angle. A long yeah. piece of rebar can be pretty like hard to see. Yeah, and like depth perception on some people is not very good. Okay, so that's your problem. Also, also I've seen videos of like those pipes and stuff falling off of those trucks and impaling the people behind them, and it's not awesome. Did I you see videos video. or did you see the movie uh, Final Destination? No, this actually wasn't a Final <laughs> Destination thing. This was a real thing. It was in like the Philippines or something, and there was two guys on a scooter, and one of these like poles fell off and it went right through both of them and they were like shish kebab which again i've got some empathy for and <laughs> they had to go to hospital like still connected still both sitting on this pole and they had to cut the pole in half once they were in hospital and then go to separate ors and get the poles removed so i've always had like a little sounds hot that's a weird thing to think is hot bud i you know teach their own though no no judgment here no judgment here judgment a little judgment a tiny bit of judgment <laughs> but like not enough that it's going to cause a problem anyway a moderate amount of judgment <laughs> yes yes it's a weird thing to say yeah yeah um tim you and i can talk about that later offline yeah. uh yeah so i, I there must have been some specific thing that made me say that all right what else is on the list um no just tim and his whoop sleep scores okay so we all do the whoop thing do you guys find like you'll wake up and then feel one way, and then when you see your whoop sleep score, it it will change how you feel about your own level of, of sleep or restfulness? Yeah. So I, I woke up feeling great this morning. I was like, man, I got a ton of sleep. I'm like wide awake, and then five minutes later, I get the like sleep process recovered. It was like sixty eight percent. I was like, I'm, I feel less good about my sleep now. Maybe I'm yeah. considering a nap. I uh, I used to do that, but now I I've learned that I don't believe it and if i feel good then i know that and my little armband computer chip doesn't so i just ignore it but becky literally stopped wearing it because of that i i don't take my like i went for this wedding and i just i don't take it i don't need to be judged by it look <laughs> <laughs> like, like i know none of my metrics are gonna be good for about three days <laughs> i'll see you on monday becky yeah she legitimately like it ruins her day if she feels like she had a good sleep and then checks her sleep score and yeah. it's in the yellow and then it just ruins her day so she just had to stop wearing it because she couldn't like couldn't switch that off in her brain but no yeah. it's i know what you're saying it does suck you want to just think it's yeah, always so, good or like sometimes you feel like you have a terrible sleep guys. and you feel like you have a terrible sleep but it comes back green and you're like that's yeah okay, not, like right. a, not yeah 90 percent like that yeah. okay so the dog Disagree. wore it at some point, I guess. Disagree. The dog <laughs> wore it. We've got we've got whoops for our dogs now. <laughs> no, we do. There are collars that track that, that are a great idea to track them in case they run away via GPS. Um, they now keep track of their sleep, which is terrifying. Dogs sleep like eighteen hours. I a day. was completely joking. You actually yeah, no. have like a sleep score thing for your dog. Sure do. You see, sure do. here's the upsetting thing about this for me. I know that that's stupid. And I also know that I'm going to get it. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's bad. I, I know both of those things to my core. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no, it's bad. Um, I didn't, if, if it makes you feel better, I didn't get it for that feature because that is objectively a very stupid feature for a dog. 
but it's just comes with the feature that lets you also track them if they run away and like see how much they're getting walked when well, you have someone else walking them or something like that. They, All right, that's dumb. They Send it to me. slept 11 okay. hours and 13 minutes last night, <laughs> which is very impressive considering they had six hours and 27 minutes of naps. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't. I, I refuse to accept. I that is 17 night. hours and 40 minutes of being asleep. They, they miss a lot. <laughs> no, do you know what's sad is they really don't miss that much. That is true. They're not, they're not interested in our emails or paying the bills or watching Squid Game or whatever. They just want to like eat, poop, and play fetch. I was all excited. I was all excited last night because I just got new pillows for my bed. So mm-hmm. It had been a while and I, they're like really comfortable. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get such a good night's sleep. And then I woke up three in the morning and my dog had his ass right in my face and like hazel had snuck out of her bed and come into mine and she was kicking me and i was just like oh so no i get i get to enjoy none of this perfect it's yeah it's the pillow has nothing to do with it the pillow is amazing it's amazing that this uh, california king size mattress can feel like a twin (laughs) i'm sorry you're such a heavy sleeper someone crawled into bed with you and you didn't realize it i'm usually a a really light sleeper so i don't know when she did um because usually i wake up with anything, yeah, you, you said that you said that you became a light sleeper once you had Hazel because as a parent you were just always terrified of it sense. stopping breathing. I was I was pretty tired after uh, after the the wedding this weekend, so I I went to bed. Oh, at all like the eight, all the, the fitness activities and you know protein shakes you drank. I mean, you I I posted yeah. two hey, separate hey, pictures hey, hey, hey. of me picking up the groom, so at least I did some lifting. That's true. <laughs> all right. Well. Should have been picking up, up the bride, your, but whatever. Keep up your wonderful fitness regime. I stand by my I stand by my decisions, Alex. Well, guys, um, I cannot wait to do this all over again in seven days. So you put this on yourself until that time. <laughs> and you're the most enthusiastic one about the podcast, apparently. So Alex Rossi loves it. <laughs> big fan. That's big fan. Big fan. All right, boys. Someone should tell your face. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at AskOffTrack. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Thim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to add producer Thim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that I mean Thim. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 
21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.